Welcome to Bros and the show where two friends give their toes and to the glow of episodes of Bros and and wax nostalgia to no end. We be Bros, yo. Welcome to the the Bros Brosan podcast called Brosan. The Brosan podcast. <laughs> Brosan podcast. Broadcasting live from. Jay's apartment because we still haven't upgraded to a professional studio. No, we're still naked in my apartment. <laughs> Boy, you're naked. Um, I am Jay Warren. M- my name is Zachary Zacchaeus Zichter III, Esquire. And we're and we're back in the saddle again. We're we're back for season two. We are. Uh, how how you been? It's been like what 18, 18 months. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, uh, stained, is it? Yeah, stained, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. In in our, uh, our on our hiatus, something big happened. Super big. Like really big, hard big. Yeah. Wiener, hard wiener big. <laughs> hard wiener big, something like, happened. What was that? Well, Roseanne will be returning for a season 10. What? Yeah. Season 10? Next year, fall, 2018. Whoa. They're back. That is huge news. That is huge news. Can we just stop and just say that? That's huge news. We were talking a little bit before we started recording. Do you think we had anything to do with that? I feel like we did. I think we're directly the cause of it. We probably are. They're like, somebody's doing a podcast. Mm -hmm. We need to help them generate more content. That's probably true. That sounds likely. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. They want to hear the dulcet tones of your voice. Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are words, I assume, that yep. I'll look up later. Okay. So I don't sound stupid now. Shit. Damn it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so what are some of the specifics we've got? Uh, Sarah Gilbert, who plays... Darlene. Darlene. Uh, she was kind of, what, the orchestrator of this? I'm not sure who was orchestrating it. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Goodman's coming back. Right, which is weird. Even I mean, spoiler for... So no spoiler. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just let's just say it is odd. Mm-hmm. It is odd given the circumstances or, or where we ended in season nine. Mm-hmm. Right. Roseanne will be back, of course. Obviously, the titular character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then Laurie Metcalf. I'm sure she'll. Yeah, I've heard Laurie Metcalf will be back, and both Beckys will be back. Both Beckys. Yeah, the original Becky will play Becky, and the the uh, replacement Becky will play another character. Really? That's what I've heard. Okay. I wonder if uh, Jared Padalecki. No, not that. <laughs> sorry, not not Padalecki. <laughs> Jerry Jay uh, Galecki. John Galecki. Jack, yeah. yeah. No, I haven't heard anything about him. I'm assuming he would be. You think he would? Hmm. I mean, isn't he too busy big banging it? Yeah, that might be a CBS property, and he won't be allowed to come back. What? Maybe. I don't know. Because they're ABC? Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know what his contract's like, though. I guess it's possible. But I think they're probably getting ready to be done, aren't they? You would assume that show's been on for, like, ever. Yeah. I mean, Big Bang Theory just, you know, needs to fizzle out, right? Yeah. It's, it needs it's, to, it's done expanding. Right. It needs to start shrinking back in. The the big crunch, as they say. The big crunch is that what it's called? Well, according to an episode of Red Dwarf in season three, <laughs> where they talk about how you know you got the big bang and everything starts expanding, and while well, eventually uh, it has to start contracting, it's a big crunch, and so being that time is uh, a construct, it, it would actually go backwards. So uh, instead of pooping, 
the poop goes up into your butt, and the poop comes out your mouth. Huh. I hope that that's not the way it works. Well, I'm just saying this, the scientific consensus right now is that we will continue expanding. Okay. There won't be a big crunch. There won't be a big crunch. No. Okay. But, I mean, you know, 100 years ago, they thought that the space was filled with ether. So, who e- knows? It's filled with ether? Yeah. They thought that? They did think that. Hmm. They didn't know that space was empty, an empty vacuumous thing. They assumed there had dark, to be something. Dark matter. Well, dark matter is also a thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so. So Roseanne's coming back. So, yeah, I'm excited. And it, it, it makes this uh, turn from a exercise in yesteryear to now. It's mm-hmm. we, we got to really hurry up and get yeah, through all we the need to catch up. episodes. Catch up. You said catch up. Heinz or. Catch up on the fridge. Right. Why not? Um, <laughs> uh, I was going to say Heinz or Hunts. Mm-mm. What do you What do you prefer? I don't like ketchup. This podcast is over. <laughs> so, That's all it took, huh? <laughs> that is all it took. Uh, okay, so uh, we're back um, mm-hmm. in the saddle again. As you mentioned earlier, we talked about um, Roseanne coming back, which is very good news for us. Um, as we will be the premier source for all things yeah. uh, new season Roseanne. So. You can forget everybody else because this is your new source. Mm-hmm. If you want to hear about all the updates, mm-hmm. you come to us. Which means you need to follow us on Facebook. SoundCloud. Twitter. iTunes. Yep. Or you can email us at Gmail. What's our Gmail address? <laughs> I don't know. Is it Bros something. And just figure it out. Just G- search us. You You'll figure it out. It's... Hashtag life goals. We'll figure out how to. You know. I, I believe it's brosan.podcast at gmail.com. I think it's like bros.an, though. Bros.an? <laughs> you don't know? Huh. We'll get we'll get back to you on that. <laughs> right. Just um, send us a message on Facebook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Simplify mm-hmm, everybody's life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, one more thing before we get uh, into today's episode. Uh, just some personal news. Uh, you uh, had a kidney stone. I had a kidney stone. You passed it. I didn't even know about it. That's how easy it is. <laughs> That's how easy it is. You know, I've heard it's the closest thing a male can to be giving yeah, birth. So there you go. It turns out that Get me giving birth, birth is, is super simple. You didn't. You could give birth and not even know about it. Yep. Okay, so that was a fib. Um, <laughs> Jay did not pass a kidney stone. He may have. I don't know about I, it. I haven't, no. Okay. But Jay has other news. Well, actually, we have news. Well, is it we, though? It is we. Is it we, though? We showed... Is it we? Yes. There's more than just you and I involved. A bunch of people are involved. Right. But is it? Is it, am I involved? Yes. Am I, though? <laughs> yes. Zachary Zekaias Victor the Third Esquire, is he involved? <laughs> if he wants to go by that, yes. Okay, fine. What is it? Well, you, we, we had a, we premiered our short Y fight at the Sioux Empire Film Festival. That's true. And you won an award for best editing. I did, and that was very awesome. Just let's go ahead and uh, say some really cool things about uh, Sioux Empire Film Festival. I just want to say that it was a fun time. Yeah, it was a really it, good time. It was a really good time. They uh, had two features that they showed that were both seminal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Dave Made a Maze. Mm-hmm. Dave Made a Maze. amazing. And I want to see it again. Yep, I'd like to see it again. There's another one that was called Prairie Wild, Wild, Wild Prairie Rose. Wild Prairie Rose. That was also very good. You didn't get a chance to see that I one. I didn't, and I uh, was... 
trying to uh, ascertain a copy from the Steel Empire Film Festival uh, proprietors, and the, was I was unable to do so. So I will be searching that out mm. uh, forthwith. Hence. It's not like they were close to distribution. So that's awesome. That's great. Film festivals are always fun, but it's nice to see a film festival where uh, they highlighted local film, but also found some regional, you know, films that were on the cusp of, uh, I guess, making it, finding distribution, and mm-hmm. they weren't just a feature, indie feature. They were indie features that were clever and and, and good and well produced. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, a lot of the South Dakota short filmmakers. I like to see that there were kids making movies, like mm-hmm. high school kids. Yeah. Even college kids. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We took home a, an award though besides best editing. That's true. We took home best South Dakota short film, which is a huge honor. A huge honor, and especially since every one of the shorts we were competing against were really good. Absolutely. I was uh mm-hmm. blown away, but also just really in, impressed and inspired by all of the South Dakota films that I mm-hmm. saw. Yes. So, thank you South Sioux Empire Film Festival for that honor. Mm-hmm. Um, Yes, absolutely. Um, one other thing, just a side note, I ran into, uh, I think his name is Robert from the SueEmpire.com. Mm-hmm. I think he does the Sue Empire podcast. Okay. Um, and he, he talked to me a little bit about um, Supercon. I don't know if you're familiar with that whole thing. Um, it, it was in Sioux Falls a couple weeks ago where I guess, it's, you know, it's kind of like Sioux Su- Falls' version of, you know, Comic-Con. Okay, yep. Mm-hmm. It, which, it's in their second year. They got thousands of people. So that, that's kind of a... A cool thing. Well, he happened to stop out, and it was uh, good to talk to him. But a lot of cool things going on in the Sioux Empire. Yeah. Um, just to kind of uh, tie that off. Um, put, try, put, put a bow on it. Put a bow on it. Um, we're. Uh, you're probably asking yourself, when can I see this short film? Well, unfortunately, it might be a while because the way festival circuits work, um, a lot of festivals don't want you to have your stuff online, mm-hmm. which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'll be a while. We'll, right. We'll keep you posted when that happens. Absolutely. I think we're going to uh, at least um, submit to some more regional festivals and see mm-hmm. how that goes. Mm-hmm. And then um, if that, if we do well there, we'll try to maybe reach out to a few more. Mm-hmm. But eventually it will be online. Yes. Eventually. Mm-hmm. But well, just, go ahead. No, no, you, you go ahead. I was just going to segue into something that is online that you can find access to if you're... Uh, on the uh, dark web you can find uh, episodes of Roseanne yeah they're on YouTube right are you just are you amazed we're in season 2 we're season 2 we are kicking off season 2 episode 1 today and the title of this episode is called Inherit the Wind now what the hell does that mean well um, you'll find out will I Uh, so um, episode starts off Becky is super nervous because she has to give this big speech in front of the student council. Mm-hmm. And she's, okay, just well, from what we know from uh, Becky from first season is that Becky is very studious. Mm-hmm. She cares a lot about um, student-esque type things. So student council would be very mm-hmm. important to her. She's also very um, concerned with her image. Mm-hmm. She has to look perfect. Correct. She goes. Is my hair okay like this? I guess so. We're only having hamburgers. <laughs> it makes me look older, don't you think? So when something unexpected might happen, it's rather hard for her. To uh, deal, yeah. To deal. Something that you might... Well, and also I'm forgetting what it's like to be 14, but you would think something that you might be able just to laugh off. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does not have that same ability. Right. 
Um, and this is kind of uh, they're re- they're really starting to flesh out her character mm-hmm. in this first episode here. Yeah, as we start this episode, I definitely notices a, uh, noticed a few things. First of all, it's been a year, so it feels like Darlene and, and DJ have definitely um, progressed. Uh, physically, they seem older, a little bit more mature. DJ, by the time you move, I'll be going through menopause. Darlene. And we also see that true to form, um, I guess I guess it would be, you'd call it part of the arc, you know, Roseanne has a new job. Okay, so you've got 12 months of Magwill Illustrated, six months of Kings of Drag Racing, and 24 months of Indoor Soccer Weekly. And the magazine should be arriving in four to six weeks. From my mouth to God's ear. <laughs> nice work, babe, real smooth. You know what I like about this job, Dan? Nothing. That's the spirit. Not her dream job. She's selling nope. magazine subscriptions through the phone. Right. Which um, I guess was a thing back in the 80s. I guess so. I mean, it, it's the equivalent of not working at a call center but doing it from home. Yeah. Darlene is very much an antagonistic. She's de- definitely like the middle child. Mm-hmm. Like constantly judging her older sibling. Go ahead and wear one of your dorky big butt outfits. <laughs> and picking on the youngest sibling. Mm-hmm. Ha! Jump. Well, well, I already took my hand off. You're just letting him win because he's a midget. Definitely something a middle child would say. Right. And at the same time, uh, Roseanne and Dan are planning to go some to some formal party. Mm-hmm. Dan, you just better go to this thing all by yourself. No dice, babe. You gotta go. All her old favorites are back. Crystal's here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackie shows up later. Um, they're trying to get Roseanne ready for this party. Did you get the dress? Uh-huh. Well, I went through my cousin Beverly's closet, and I found a treasure. Tomorrow night, Roseanne, you will be the belle of the ball. <laughs> I'd rather wear the bag. <laughs> What's wrong with it? And so Crystal tells her, well, I can get you another dress, but it's going to come from some somebody named Edna, who apparently no one's a fan of. I guess she talks a lot. Right, and uh, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll go ahead and insert a sound clip here. But whenever the name Edna is said, Roseanne says, Edna DeBelco. Who's Edna DeBelco? So uh, Becky has to give this speech. And, you know, she's been practicing this speech, rehearsing a lot. She comes home from school very upset. Mm-hmm. What happened? Well, um, I, I, you know, I, I think she had a... Accidentally, uh, she tooted. Becky cut the cheese. People are already calling her Connor the bomber. <laughs> Becky Connor, the only woman to break the sound barrier without a plane. She tooted. She tooted in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody <laughs> thinks it's pretty funny, except for Becky, of course. Right. And Roseanne is also very sympathetic, I think. Mm-hmm. She remembers being that age and realizing how little things like that can be really embarrassing. Well, absolutely. And one of the reasons why it kind of ups the stakes, you know, isn't just, you know, I gave a speech and, you know, I farted, but she had a date set up. Mm -hmm. Was it with Johnny? Is that his name? Uh, Jimmy Meltrigger. Okay, yeah. Did you recognize that actor? I I did recognize him. Where is he from? Well, his name's Stephen Dorff. Okay. The one thing I really remember him from is Blade. He was in Blade. If you ever saw mm. Blade. He's, so, he's the villain. 
He's the villain, so not Wesley Snipes. Not well, no. <laughs> Wesley Snipes is black. Jimmy is white. I don't know why you have to go racially. Go <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying one place, of them yeah. is black, one of them is white. You should be able to tell the one difference. One of them probably likes turnips and the other one doesn't. You, there's other things that separate individuals. <laughs> you, know, you don't have to be a jerk. <laughs> they, one of them is, in fact, black and one of them is, in fact, white. Why do you keep bringing this up? Just let it go. Because <laughs> you called me a jerk. I'm just saying let it go. <laughs> okay. Okay, so... Uh, She's, you know, nervous about the whole idea that uh, Miss Jimmy, blah, 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 that guy, uh, you know, was, they were supposed to go on a date. And now after she farted at a, a speech, he's never going to want to, mm. you know, go on a date with me now. She does that. Ew. Ew. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure most men are under the impression that women never fart, um, which, let me tell you, is true. Uh, women don't fart. That's not true. That's not true. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, but Roseanne relays a story, and you mentioned it, you alluded to it earlier. But what what was that story like? Uh, Jackie was relaying it uh, as if she remembered every single detail. Uh, yeah, she um, Jackie thinks that she's helping. Once again, Jackie <laughs> mean Jackie uh, thinks she's helping, and tells uh, Becky the story about when Roseanne was her age. Oh, I was just remembering the time when you dove into the Ivy Street pool and came up and had a whole conversation with Henry Jawicki with your left buoy bobbing on the surf. <laughs> right, so one of her boobs was out. Yeah, and uh, she keeps on talking about Roseanne said that she had forgotten all about it. Jackie keeps on talking, just like, <laughs> yeah, uh, everybody talked about that summer. I just saw that boy uh, at the hardware store a couple of days ago, and he still brought it up. <laughs> and, of course, like, you're not helping because now Becky's like, no one's ever, ever going to forget about this. Right. So, okay, let me stop for a second and talk a little bit about some of the changes that have occurred from season one to season two. Okay. Uh, one that I noticed is that um, we okay. Several things happened to Jackie's hair in season one. So in part of season one, it was poofy and curly, and other um, other parts of the season, it was just kind of gonna be curled. Uh, it seems very flat and straight, mm-hmm. um, which is just definitely a different look. Uh, and I can't really put a a finger on exactly what's different about Dan and Roseanne, but there is something slightly different. Yeah, I'm not sure. Could you can you tell? Uh, I don't, I can't, I guess I can't really put my finger on either. I wonder at this point if Roseanne had started getting plastic surgery. Okay. Because her eye, maybe it's her eyes that look different. Okay. Um, because she's had some plastic surgery throughout the years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I can't tell if Dan is, maybe he's a little bit bigger, maybe he's a little smaller, I don't know. But he's shining some shoes right now because they're getting ready for... What is this party that they're getting uh, ready for? I think he drywalled a bank or something, and there's like a grand opening party or something oh, he's okay. going to. It's a grand opening. I drywalled this bank for you. He's got a tux in the background. Mm-hmm. We get to see him in a tux. So if you haven't seen this episode, you should check it out. You get to see Dan in a tuxedo. He makes a Bond reference, of course. He does. We just lost a Bond. We did. Roger let's, Moore. Let's take a few moments to remember um, Roger Moore, who um, I might have to look it up. Do you remember which Bond movies? Uh, no. I know that he was the one that followed Connery. Okay. Um, so he was one of the less liked Bonds because, you know, Connery's a hard act to follow. Right. 
So did he do A View to a Kill? He did Moonraker, uh, A View to a Kill, which I remember seeing as a kid. Live and Let Die. Uh, is it, are they all these him? Uh, it just seems like a lot for him to do. Seven of them? Eight of them? All seven of Roger Moore's. Yeah. Mm. Wow. A View to a Kill, which is 1985. Octopussy, 1983. Uh, Live and Let Die, 1973. Man with a Golden Gun, 1974. Moonraker. The Spy Who Loved Me, which, of course, was later spoofed by um, Austin Powers. And For Your Eyes Only. Those are the seven. For British Eyes Only. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, Arrested <laughs> Development. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Funny. Um, so you said he people didn't like him as much. I mean, he got seven movies. Yeah, that's pretty good. I guess I I shouldn't say I don't really know. It just seems that when you hear people talk about Bond, he's one of the lesser liked Bonds. Okay, so for the Bonds, uh, what who are all the Bonds that we have? We've got uh, Sean Connery, Roger Moore, uh, Timothy Dalton mm-hmm. was only one. We had like one or two movies, right? Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Daniel Craig. Yeah. Is there any more? I think there's probably a couple more that. Just had like one or two movies. Because I think um, Sean Connery left and then came back at one point. Oh, we're, th- we're forgetting George Lazenby and David Niven and Barry Nelson. So mm. these are ones I think that only had a couple. No. Yeah. But for the most part, I think we got it. Back to Roseanne. No. So Dan... Uh, once Chorus thinks it's pretty funny, he can't help but laugh mm-hmm. when he hears the news. Uh, Darlene just wants to make fun of her sister. Right. Did it's something you... she said that she's been waiting since, you know, she's been planning this, I don't know, since she, she was, was two, two or, something. or something like that. Yeah. Did, did any of your siblings ever have a moment where you relished greatly in their embarrassment? Um, I feel as though many siblings relished in many of my embarrassments, but maybe that's just, you know, every time I was embarrassed, I... You know, a mental scar, and you know, I, I just mentally, I'm so scarred that I guess the, my soul is unrecognizable. Wow, that's sad. A lot of mental scarring. <laughs> Lots of mental scars. So, can you give me, give me some, give me some dirt, as you yeah, say? Yeah. Um, no. So, mental scar is kind of what Becky's going through. She just gave herself a mental scar. Some of the mental scars that I had. I think I might even said some of these on previous episodes, but one for sure that the stint where I decided not to wear underwear with uh, sweatpants when I went out to do chores, uh, climbing the fence, ripped open the, the sweatpants, exposed, you know, the family jewels for everyone to see. Um, another one that wasn't me, but Al- uh, Alex, uh, one of my siblings, uh, you grow up on a farm. Oftentimes you, you have to go... Number one, so you just uh, number one, number two, number two, number one, <laughs> and number two, you go inside. Number one, you know, you find uh, go around a building. Well, he was going around a building and going number one, and uh, sister came around and it's like, oh, where'd you get that hose? Not realizing that that was not a hose, but rather his flow. <laughs> um, so you know, whenever your siblings see, I guess both of those involve seeing exposing yourself. You don't want us exposing ourselves. <laughs> uh, those are the moments that uh, stick out as, you know, like, why did that ever have to happen? I'm a worthless human being. You know, those things. You know, mm-hmm. It's just a scar. How about you? Oh, man, I'm trying to think. You ever fart? 
uh, while giving a speech? No. I, I remember this the teacher telling us this cla- uh, this story about this kid uh, in her class. He, she was older. I don't know how far apart this was from my grade being in her class. But anyway, she had this student one time who was giving a speech, and there was kind of like this class was asking her questions after her speech, and she was kind of leaned up. Maybe you have to go on the Wayback Machine to remember this, but you know, remember old chalkboards with white chalk, green chalkboard? Yep. And they had like that ledge in front. Absolutely. That had chalk and racers. Dust and everything. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Apparently, this girl had farted, but it wasn't just a fart. It, it was like filling. No way. Yeah. Like it was like You're loose, lying. loose, wet, filling the. When you're sliding in the first and you're feeling something burst, diarrhea, diarrhea. <laughs> when you're sliding in the third and well, you juicy turd, diarrhea, diarrhea. She she had diarrhea, so I'm saying. No, no. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Thank it you filled, for this. It, it was like in the chart. Yeah. I'm going to have to cut this out later. <laughs> I uh, I remember there was a kid that like any time uh, some sort of bodily fluid accident would happen, they'd clear the classroom. Mm-hmm. Like if you, a kid threw up or, God forbid, crapped himself and something ended up on the floor. Clear, hey, clear the classroom. Well... All right, I don't. We don't need to talk about that anymore. No, that made you uncomfortable. It did, okay. absolutely. Uh, and much like the kids who were uncomfortable, that's that's what Becky assumes is that uh, I farted after giving a speech. No one's going to want to talk to me now. If I go out, everyone's going to make fun of me. And certainly, Mister Jimmy. Well, what about your date with Jimmy? What do you think? She's pouting up in her room the night of the da- school dance, mm-hmm. and he shows up. He does. Mm-hmm. And uh, Roseanne has to go grab her and be like, hey, your date's here. It wasn't such a terrible thing that happened. And the proof of it is that Jimmy's downstairs waiting for you. He's just keeping the date to be nice. Oh, and what a rotten character trait that is. <laughs> exactly. And I thought that was a really good, you know, you, when you write scripts, when you know, mm-hmm. that line right there. Is it such a wrong, you know, is it such a bad trait to have, to be nice? And it's like, no, actually, that's really good. Mm-hmm. That's someone that you at least want to get to know. Maybe it doesn't work out, whatever, but you, it, the person's friendly. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Yeah. Um, so this, what is his name? Jimmy who? Jimmy Meltrigger. Meltrigger? Mm-hmm. That's not a real name. <laughs> I, I, I don't know anybody with that last name, but I'm not assuming that it's not a last name. Okay. Well, Jimmy Meltrigger comes over... And he starts talking to Dan. Mm-hmm. And what was the first thing he says? Uh, starts bragging about uh, Dan's football accomplishments. He's yeah. like, I see your picture in the trophy yeah, case. Yeah, in the trophy case. Yeah. Do you still gloat? Like, you were, you, when you were in football, you guys won. Did you, like, state champion or something like that? Sure, yeah. yeah. Do you still brag about that? I don't know that I brag about it, no. No. Somebody said, I see your uh, trophy, I see your picture in the trophy case. At, uh, I don't know if my picture is in the trophy case. No? Yeah. They didn't take a picture. The team, when I was a f- eighth grade, the football team won um, state championship. And they had, like, this big, huge photo that they hung up above the concession stand. Mm-hmm. The thing was huge. <laughs> so every time you went to get some concessions, you're like, oh, yeah. Stupid Jeffrey. I don't like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> All those guys are jerks. I hate them. But... No, but Dan takes takes a liking to that. It's mm-hmm. like, if you're trying to uh, <laughs> butter me up, it's working. Mm-hmm. No. I guess this dress that Roseanne was wearing was acceptable at the time. It was a good dress. 
Uh, are you saying that it's not acceptable now? I'm saying it's kind of weird. It is a little bit weird. It's flowing. Yeah. But, I mean, everything that everyone's wearing, it's a little odd. No. Jackie's outfit is especially odd. <laughs> Person who has the most normal clothes, probably Darlene. Yeah, yeah. Just jeans and a sweater. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Jimmy Metcalf. <laughs> Mel, Mel Trigger? Mel Trigger. You know, some people might say Zichter is a made-up last name. I don't I don't know that we need to talk about that. <laughs> I mean, that's what we do here. We talk talk about life. We do. So mm-hmm. Jimmy Mel Trigger mm-hmm. uh, has a letter jacket. Mm-hmm. No letter yet, but... Yeah, did he's you, ready. He's getting He's getting ready for it. Yeah. If you had a letter jacket, you ever grow up with a letter jacket? I had a letter, but I didn't have a letter jacket. Oh. I lettered in debate. Sweet. Did you have a letter men's jacket? I, um, I had a letter, and I was given a letter men's jacket. However, it was used, and it was like a size too small. It couldn't fit my rapport and packs. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, basically busted at the seams. Oh, wow. You know, Chris Farley made a lot of money off of that. That guy <laughs> in little coat. That Preacher, what's happening? <laughs> I, I was listening to, I watched a documentary about Chris Farley, and David Spade said that he thought, like, that was, like, something he'd do all the time. He thought that was so funny. He's like, they didn't have any ideas for skits on Saturday Night Live. He's like, fat guy in a little coat. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Farley would say that? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Oh, I was going to say Inherit the Wind. I just figured out the title. Yeah. So. Farting is the wind that she inherited. Right. But also, I don't. I still don't understand the title. The wind I get, but Inherit the Wind? Own it. Own the wind. You farted. Own it. Brag about it. Is that what inherit means? Uh, I mean, not necessarily. It's like being passed down. Yeah, you can inherit bad genes. Uh huh. Yeah. So if Roseanne's story had been about flatulence, then I think it would make more sense. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, she had another story about how uh, somebody had stolen her diary and read it to school when she was a kid. Roseanne? Yep. And once again, Becky's dwelling on the fact that nobody, she never forgot the guy's name. She pretends like she forgot the name, but she's like, you've told me the story a million times. You said his name was such and such. Mm-hmm. Every time you tell that story, I'll never forget that guy's name. Hmm. So she kind of has to come to terms, you know. Roseanne just kind of tells her, like, a lot of stuff like this is going to happen in your life. Mm-hmm. You can't let it keep you down. Sure. Which is something that Becky has to come to terms with. Right, because she's been so um, used to being perfect at school. Mm-hmm. So you're going to screw it up now and again. Yeah. So this is kind of a simplistic episode. It is. There's not much. I mean, there's a little bit of B-plot, but it's mostly people trying to um, help Becky, you know, get over this rather silly thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the B plot, I guess, is just that they're going to this this thing, but that doesn't really matter. It's just something for them to do, mm-hmm. have something to do while Becky goes through that thing. And as as we wind down the episode, uh, Becky and Jimmy face each other and just kind of awkwardly say, "All right, well then, let's go. And yeah, let's go to this dance." Yeah, right. And we don't know what happens other than the fact that eh, you know life goes on. Yeah, he's no chip. 
No chip, huh? No. No chip. Like, does that mean like you miss chip? Yep. And we never see chip again. Hmm. I also want to go on a limb. I don't think we ever see Jimmy again. We hear about him, but I don't think we ever see him again. Really? Yep. That jerk. Yep. I hope he comes back in the new season. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you know, uh, the character that played Mark has passed away in real life. Oh, really? Yeah, like not that long after the series ended. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and that, that character was, what, married to Becky? or hmm Okay. So I guess there's a chance that she could be, but I don't think that's the type of guy she goes for. She likes bad boys. Bad boys, bad boys. Bad, 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 bad boys. boys. You know, you make me feel so good. That's interesting. <laughs> Wait, no, the other thing. Boring. Boring, yeah. Well, this was fun. Yeah, we're, we're, we're back. That's true. Yeah. Uh, we should give shout-outs to the five people that listen. Yeah. Shout-out to Red Fartnickel. Red Fartnickel. Shout-out to... Ooh... Uh, we should give a shout out to a, I don't want to call them a sister podcast, but, you know, podcast of friends that. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Rob from Wyoming actually has a podcast. Yeah. And with, they're rip roaring three episodes. Yeah. With Zeke uh, Hansen. Yep. Zeke Hansen. Uh, it's, it's called Two Boys in One Cup. Is that right? <laughs> I don't. I, God, I hope not. It is. <laughs> it's Two Boys in One Podcast, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah. That's <laughs> what I meant. Totally what I meant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> two boys went back ass. Although you are a sick little monkey. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what they were referencing. Those two and oh, Zeke Hansen, Rob Wyoming might be. I know that was Zeke Hansen's idea. That was Zeke Hansen's idea. Pretty sure. Huh. <laughs> I thought Zeke Hansen was the clean one out of the two. I don't think so. No. I think I think Rob is. Rob Wyoming recently got a new job. He works for the Park Service. Okay. And um, if you know Rob, you know that he's a little bit of a germaphobe. Sure. So guess what one of his new duties is? Uh, clean up duty. Yes, he has to clean outhouses. Really? Mm-hmm. Sorry, Rob, if you're here, I'm so sorry. I mean, I'm not sure how detailed it is. Like, from what it sounds like, it's just that you stick like a big hose in the back and then your truck sucks it all up. and Like a septic tank thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gross. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know, um, everyone, hashtag life goals, um, you know, we face our fears. Yep. And uh, he sounds like he loves it, so. Does he? Uh, he says it's not that bad. Okay, well, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's other parts of the job. Get to be outside, which I don't like, but I hear people like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure, uh, what do we have, another, uh, any other podcasts that we want to give shout-outs to? Other podcasts. Hmm. <laughs> Smodcast. Uh, they don't need our help. We need their help. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that Kevin Smith loves Roseanne. So he does. Yeah, he talks. He's about as big a fan as I am. Really? He talks about like how that's one of his favorite shows. Mm-hmm. And I try to show his daughter an episode, and she was just like, "Why does anybody have a cell phone?" And I'm just like, "Yeah, I think you talked about that last teenagers." Season. Yeah. There is another podcast. There is another podcast? There is another podcast. What is that? Is it is it called Chaos Reigns? Is that the name of Oh, Chaos Reigns, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Dominic Wineke? I've never said Wineke. I've never had to say his last name. Sorry, Dominic W. Airy Show. Airy Show, yeah. Chaos Reigns. 
Chaos Reigns. Check Make it, it rain. <laughs> it's a different kind of rain. It's like uh, like a monarchy rain. Yeah. Yep. Um, do you, Do you have one? You have one. That you look like you have one. You want to plug? Uh, well, there all there is. Uh, here's in, here's something interesting, and and we have uh, just down the hall from the studio where we record. I mean, wait, no, from from Jay's apartment. Uh, we have a, a gentleman who is also going through an old 80s uh, TV sitcom with a friend across the pond, and, and uh, it's called Cheers Weekly. Cheers Weekly, yep. Yeah. And one of their developments is that they are going to be Skyping with someone involved in the show. Oh, really? Yeah. And this particular, I can't, I'm not allowed to say who this is. However, this individual that is involved in Cheers also has some stories about Roseanne. Oh, really? Yeah, so there is a small chance, I can't say for sure, but there's a small chance we might be able to, uh, you know, take some of their Skype interview and, and uh, you know, play a little bit for our audience. Okay. That could be interesting. Fun? Mm-hmm, absolutely. At some point, I mean, if your name is Michael Fishman or your name is Sarah Gilbert, or your name is John Goodman, or your name is Roseanne, or your name is uh, AC Gorenson. right? Any Sarah Chuck, uh, Laurie Metcalf, Laurie Metcalf, whoever. Yeah, if you, Crystal, Natalie West, I think just, his name. Just come on the show. Yeah, we'll have a good time. It'll be a fun time. That's our goal for the by the by season season three. We want one of you on the show. Okay, so that means that we need our listeners to share. Mm-hmm. I know that we have Simeon Brown and Jess. Presley, who like to share, mm-hmm. but everybody can share. Anybody can do it. Yeah, and you can be a part of getting one of the cast members, um, the returning cast members mm-hmm. of the 2018 Roseanne to come on our podcast. It's only going to do great things for them. It's going to do great things for us. Yeah. So uh, think about it. And then you can be there. Uh, it's like, I help, that ha- I help make that happen. You, you, you can feel that way. Mm-hmm. You may or may not be right, but <laughs> you can feel that way. Um, anyway, what would you give this episode uh, as for a rating? I would say it's uh, your rating minus one. Really? Mm-hmm. I was going to say that this was uh, I mean, it's a five. It, it was there. It was good. Um, it was interesting. It was good to see. It was good to see them back. I know it's been a little while um, since we've been doing episodes, but... Uh, even so, even if we would have watched these back to back, the last uh, one of season one and, and this one, um, it was interesting just to see the progression in people's looks and how they're a little different, and the character of Darlene changed a lo- changed a little bit. She's growing up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, just people growing and developing. I thought it was interesting. So I'll give it a five. Five. I think five is fair. I- I'm sure there's going to be much more. Funny, epi- more funny episodes this season. Uh, I expect that that'll be the case. Um, what is it? How does it stack up in, in comparison to season one? Uh, you know, like uh, if we're on a roller coaster, this is like when you're halfway up, like maybe a fourth of the way up the ramp. Mm-hmm. The clickety yep. part. Click, 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 click. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're right. not far up off the ground. Season, it's good. Season one and two is a lot of just setting, setting up characters, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is like the season where they really start fleshing them out. Sweet flesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, uh, is there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up? Um, I think we're good to go. 
Okie dokie. Miss mm-hmm. Blokey. Uh, thank you for listening to the Brozan podcast. I am your co-host. Wait, before we go. Oh, shit. Do we, do we want to let people know that we might be changing our format a little bit? Well, what do you mean? Talked about doing two episodes per episode, specifically because Roseanne season 10 is a year away. Mm-hmm. So we kind of want to pump these out. That is true. Yes, for those of you in the audience who have been following us, you may notice a little bit of a format change. Mm-hmm. Uh, this first episode is kind of similar to what we had uh, in season one just because we wanted to talk about the news of the upcoming uh, reboot, or not reboot, but the the new season of Roseanne. But in subsequent episodes, we're going to try to do two episodes at a time. Yep. So next week, that'll be episode two and three. Mm-hmm. We w- the ultimate goal is that we want to get through these and, you know, uh, chit-chat about the show. But hopefully by the time, you know, the new season comes out, we can, we can be uh, up to speed. We can be um, on board to r- review those as they come out. Okay. So... It was good talking to you. It was great. It's great to be back. I'm I'm so happy to be back too. <laughs> <laughs> you, you look happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, I am your co-host Zachary Zakaya Zichter, the Third Esquire, and this is Jay Warren. We're gonna have to say peace out for now, and you'll hear our voices next week. Next week, 